Welcome to Season 2 of the Pro Voice Guy Podcast. My name is Will Rice, and today I'm going to talk about what I have learned so far producing and reviewing podcasts. From the Pro Voice Guy Studios in San Antonio, Texas, welcome to the Pro Voice Guy Podcast. If you have a podcast or are thinking about starting one, this is the place for advice on how to make your show sound great. Plus, tips on hosting, promotion, software, social media, and other sometimes random topics. The podcast about podcasting. Okay, to be honest, as I mentioned in the season trailer, I totally stumbled into producing and reviewing podcasts. (laughs) I was in the midst of just restarting my voiceover business while at the same time listening to a ton of great podcasts. And then I also received some voiceover work for podcast intros. And since I love audio production and I used to work in radio creative services and imaging production, I thought I would give a podcast intro production a whirl. And I really enjoyed that. But I also found that uh, new podcasters just had a ton of questions about getting started. And there was lots of information out there in the Internet, but a lot of it was just a little bit too complex for what people were looking for. But I still didn't feel totally comfortable with all the answers. I decided the only way to really be able to talk from any sort of experience and authority was to start my own podcast. And so the Pro Voice Guy podcast really just started as an experiment so I could figure out what I didn't know about podcasting like hosting platforms and how to get your RSS feed set up and how to get on iTunes and what size of the cover art needed to be, all that stuff. So the podcast intro work really started to take off. And as I had my own podcast, I got better at answering questions. And then I had one of my clients ask me if I could produce a whole show from her audio. I initially said, no, I I don't do that. Uh, But she was pretty insistent. So I said, well, I already produced my show. And so I told her I would try it for a while to see if I could figure out a pricing model that would be affordable for her and still allow me to, you know, feed my family. And we're now on something like episode 40 of her show. And along the way, I added another show and another show and another show. And I also work for several people who have me help with their programs just when there is something extra that needs to be done. When some podcast hosts have an episode that just needs a lot more editing than usual, or they have a a syncing issue with an interview or some other audio problem that they didn't notice when they were recording that needs to be fixed, then they hire me to help fix it. So once I started doing that, then uh, I started receiving some smaller help requests. Someone asked me once uh, to listen to their show and tell them how I thought it sounded. I listened and I made some uh, technical recommendations. And then I got more of those. And from there, my podcast technical review service was created. And it's usually just a one-time thing for most clients. And it's fascinating for me to hear the enormous improvements that podcasters can make with just a little bit of input and adjustment. Finally, I started getting a whole nother realm of requests for help in getting started. I learned from experience that it's pretty easy to become overwhelmed with all the details of starting a podcast. And some people are just good at this sort of stuff, so they pick it up, and others need a little more or a lot more help. And so I created this getting started with a podcast package that I offer. And in this, I offer support and advice in just about any area of starting a podcast, finding the right host, uh, recording, setting up your studio, vocal delivery, buying equipment, the best software to use, intros and outros, 
all that stuff. And it really customizes it towards the amount of money that someone has to spend up front on getting their podcast started. So the topic of today's show is, so what have I learned so far from working with all these great podcasts? So here we go. And maybe you can learn something along the way as well. I hope. Number one, small changes can make a big difference. There's just a ton of things that you could do to make your show sound better. And sometimes dramatically better. Adding a professional intro. Recording in a different space. Or changing a couple of settings uh, in your software or on your microphone can completely change the level of a podcast for the better. Most podcasters don't realize how great they can sound with just a little bit of help. Number two, for podcasts, content is king. Now, this isn't something I recently learned, but it's now even more apparent to me. Give me a show with great content and a few audio problems over a perfectly produced show with blah content any day. My only goal with helping podcasters is just ensuring that the lack of quality doesn't get in the way of great content. If somebody has great content, we just make a couple of adjustments and make it sound a little bit better, and they're going to have even more success with their podcast. Number three. A lot of podcast audio problems can be solved in a closet. <laughs> Seriously, I just cannot tell you how often this helps. 90% of the audio problems I hear on podcasts are related to the space they were recorded in. I don't care how great your microphone is. If you are recording in a big echoey room, you will likely sound like you are on a speakerphone or in a giant cavern. If you are in a space with a lot of background noise, that noise will be distracting. I once reviewed a podcast for someone and, and I said, there's one way you can just make a massive improvement in your podcast. It's just one thing you need to do. If you could just record your podcast somewhere with less bird noise. I never thought I was going to have to say that, but they did. They moved and it was a huge improvement. At the time I started this out, I was still cutting my own vocals in a closet. I hadn't quite gotten the sound of my studio quite right. So I was actually upstairs in a different room, a room just filled with coats and jackets and clothes. And it was just a fantastic sound. So I started recommending the same thing to my clients. And some of them saw substantial improvements in the sound of their programs. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Maybe you don't have a great closet with lots of clothes in it, or maybe you have an interview-based podcast and you have a lot of guests come in and maybe not all of your guests want to go into your closet, although it does sound like a fantastic idea for a podcast if you want to start that. Okay, number whatever we're on. More podcasters should ask for help. That sounds like a sales pitch. Maybe it is. I am in business, but... I hear so many good shows that could be great shows with just a little bit of help. I believe one of the reasons podcasting is so popular right now and is continuing to grow is that it is the great equalizer. There is nothing to stop an individual with virtually no budget from creating a show that sounds as good as anything Gimlet Media, The New York Times, or NPR produces. It might just take another set of ears and a little expertise to figure out what changes need to be made to take a podcast to the next level of sound. Okay, number whatever we're on. Podcasters shouldn't wait for perfection. 
there are too many podcasters stuck with a great idea and an inability to get started. Some people will tell you to get everything perfect so you can launch with your very best. And unfortunately for some people, that means never launching. I'm a fan of cutting some episodes and getting them out there. You can make it better as you go. That's what I did with this show. And sure, if you have the time and resources to start with a flawless first show, great, go for it. But I would encourage you to post that episode that still has a few kinks to work out rather than waiting and waiting and waiting until someday. And then it turns out that your voice on that subject will never be heard and you'll never get that chance to add to the conversation. Last one, I love to help. Helping podcasters is honestly the best part of my job. I love it and I love hearing the dramatic changes that people can make with just a little bit of help and encouragement. So as we enter into season two of the Pro Voice Guy podcast, that's what we're going to be working on, helping regular people start podcasts and make their podcast sound even better. So do me a favor. If you know someone who's starting a podcast or you know someone who just needs a little bit of help, go ahead and tell them about the show. Maybe it'll give them that little nudge to start that first podcast or that little nudge just to make those changes to take their podcast from good to great. That's it for this episode of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. The Pro Voice Guy podcast is produced in the Pro Voice Guy studios in San Antonio, Texas, using Adobe Audition on a Mac Mini. Want to learn more about podcasting or the services we provide at Pro Voice Guy Studios? Check us out at www.provoiceguy.net. Pro Voice Guy Studios is a division of Mason Hall Media. Thanks for listening.